There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This episode was originally recorded in January of 2022, and we are releasing it wide today for the holidays because it is a family film, and we hope that you all had a lovely holiday season, are having a lovely holiday season, have a great new year, etc., etc., and we hope that your holidays didn't go quite like this movie. Um, but if you would like to become a patron, you can do so at patreon.com slash TSDW podcast, or we will be back in the new year with a new episode. Love you. Enjoy. This is a headgum podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone welcome to too scary didn't watch january bonus episode of the year 2022 second bonus episode number <laughs> that's two. the one that's, that's the, the one. one that's the number two <laughs> <laughs> yeah um hi hello we're just gonna get right into it right because that's how this goes we are doing a movie recap of a movie that you all chose, Dear yep. Tony Heads. Um, if you can freaking believe it, I watched it and oh. <laughs> what a ride it was. Um, I can't, I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. Henley, you're going to lose your fucking mind. Oh, no. I really don't know anything about it. Sammy, oh, have you seen God. it? I don't either. It is so crazy. Okay, so let me just give you the. I'll give you the the, the stats, give and we'll us get the into stats. it. Um, it's so fucking crazy. Oh my god. Also, as it was happening, so okay, I want. It's only. It's a quick little ninety minutes. Absolutely lovely. So I was like, I could totally. I could. Sammy had asked me, "Can you watch one of the movies this week?" And I'd always been curious about this one. Our our dear friend Jess notoriously fucking loves this movie. Talks about it a lot. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch this one. Um, and Joel had never seen it, so I'm thinking Joel's going to watch it with me. Great. Easy. Uh, I I watched the first hour of this movie alone because Joel was out and I needed to watch it. And he joined me for the last half an hour. And I will say this. I, I've unlocked a thing about watching scary movies in my brain, which is I don't like doing it alone. Mm. I do not mm. like it. I don't like the feeling. even Because mm-hmm. this movie is, like, silly. Like, it's fucking trying to be silly mm-hmm. but it also is scary and it does scary things and i don't like that feeling when i'm alone i don't mm. like it i don't mm-hmm. like having okay. to look okay this is good information to know see the more we yes. get into it the more we learn about ourselves because then and when, when joel is- joined me for the last half hour i was having fun it was like a marked shift of like i was actually ha- i was enjoying the scary because i had someone to look to and be like ah like tell me what's happening oh my god this is scary like what's going on yeah 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 that makes sense honestly it makes a lot of sense 
I think a lot of people feel that way about horror movies, right? I mean, they want it to be a shared experience. Especially one like this, which is, like, absurd. That I honestly felt so stupid being as scared as I was watching it alone. Because I was like, I know this, like, isn't scary, but, like, it is. I just, and I just didn't like it. I didn't like, I didn't like it. You didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the feeling. Mm Mm-mm. Well, I can pretty much guarantee I would have been more scared than you, Emily. So don't feel silly about Thank your feelings. Thank you, Henley. Thank Let's, you. Feelings are valid. We should accept them. Accept your feelings. Feelings are real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They okay. make you you. They make you you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This movie, The Visit, came out in 2015, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan, starring... Olivia de Jong. I probably said that wrong. Who cares? Uh, Ed Oxenbould, Deanna Dunnigan, Peter McRobbie, and Catherine Hahn. Fucking Catherine Hahn, man. I, I love, love Catherine Hahn. Oh, she's so great. She's so great. She's so great. Wait, I'm, I'm having a memory of what I think this movie. I think I did see a trailer for this back in 2015. Now I'm remembering. Bat shit crazy. Um, the budget was $5 million, Very low. The lowest M. Night Shyamalan had done in, a, I think, in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, box office, $98.5 million. So, Really? So that uh, did right? well. Shocking. Big return on investment. Um, it has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 55% on Metacritic, and a 63 on IMDb. So an a average... Pretty good find, as what people think. (laughs) Um, Some people fucking love it, and I can see why. I can see why. Um, Wow. So you guys don't know. Do what do you think the movie's about? Do you have like if you could if you had to guess? What do you think? Based, I know that it has something to do with old people visiting, and the old people are weird. And there's a movie coming out called X. That's like about a. It's it's a 24 horror that looks kind of similar where it's like the old people are creepy and bad. And yeah, I guess M.I. Shaman hates old people and is like scared of them. <laughs> I feel <laughs> That's like really we're, funny. All, we're all scared of getting we old, right? It's a very universal fear. And yeah. actually, a lot of this movie is just old people doing things that are like they're like. So you should definitely be like major alarm bells ringing. But because they're old, they keep being like, I guess this is how old people are. Right. And like You get it's crazy like- when you get old. You get weird when you get old. And we just ha- and like and it's mean to be offended by oldness. So right. just accept their right. You can't like tell an old person stop doing that. Like you're, you're making, making me uncomfortable by being old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but some of the things are real. You should be afraid. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Is it is it kids who are like being taken care of by their grandparents or something like that? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. am remembering this trailer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's do let's do some trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this should help you understand like what we're getting into. Um, according to statements made on Twitter, M Night Shyamalan prepared three different cuts of the film: one that was pure comedy, another that was pure horror. And a final one that fell somewhere in between. <laughs> Is that what okay. we ended up and getting? And that's what we ended up getting. It okay. definitely falls somewhere in between. Um, it is his lowest budgeted studio feature film. And that is because he self-produced it. Mm. Um, in, in his own words, this was an attempt to regain artistic control after his recent movies had been denied final cut and were even taken away from him post-production. Damn. So 
Uh, yeah, that sucks. Also, I'm sure that's his way of being like, my movies were bad, not my fault. <laughs> I want to see where this falls in his filmography. We looked that up. So it is um, right before a split mm-hmm. and glass. And it is after Lady in the Water. And the happening. And the happening. Yeah. So <laughs> so he wasn't, you know, it's not, his movies were bad. Um, yeah. Famously movies that were really critically panned and everybody hated them. Except for me, who liked Lady in the Water, the only person in the world. Um, oh, well, uh, this a bit, a little bit of trivia. It's M. Night Shyamalan's first film since The Village in 2004, 11 years prior, to not receive Razzie nominations for Worst Picture, <laughs> Worst Director, or Worst Screenplay. <laughs> well, then, it, yeah, it makes sense why the budget's so low on this one then, right? Um, no one's like, we're going to give you our I mean, money. I, what's crazy is he was still making money. He just like was like, I'm going to make my movie. And... You know what? I keep I made ninety eight million dollars, so I guess. Hey, believe in yourself, M Night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believe people, in yourself. Do um, people call Night M Night? People, people call, call M Night. Look, we. Remember I learned on my Tony own. Heads. I just I clocked it in my brain that uh, Haley referred to him as Night. He just called him oh, Night, like casually. Right, it was right, like right, Night right, was right, telling, right, and right. I was like, Oh my god, that's what people call it. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that's fucking cool and I, I never would have known info. but yeah. that's just like yeah that's how that's what people call him um, and then last little bit of trivia is that um, Knight just call, we'll call him Knight we get how it goes yeah um, we get it we get it Knight does not make his customary cameo in this movie we never see oh him. interesting um, it's found footage and there are very few people in it like, like it's it's just basically harder to sneak a cameo yeah, in it's the, it's the grandparents like the weird. kids it'd be pretty weird just the grandparents like, hey. the kids Catherine <laughs> Hahn who's the mom and like a, 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 I mean it could have but there's like two people who show up briefly and like a townsperson like it's very it would yeah there are not that many people in it got it got it um it is the craziest thing i've ever seen it's really weird, guys. It's really weird, and, Ooh, I'm, I can't and I'm wait. just gonna tell you about it. I'm just Fuck gonna tell yeah. you about it. Should just we watch this us. trailer? Yeah. So full disclosure, I haven't seen the trailer, and but I don't think I know. Sometimes, Hen, you don't like to. I don't think this is a movie that can be spoiled. The, I yeah. I don't. I just think it's like even if you see the whole freaking movie in the trailer, it's still worth hearing about. So I think okay. that we can safely watch the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's watch it. Let's, let's, let's do, do it. it. Every day it's again close. Are you holding my camera properly? Swerve, girl. Uh, Stop, both of you. My mom. My parents asked if their grandchildren could visit them for a week. Here we are. This is where our mom grew up. I've wanted to spend time with you for so long. Miss you guys. Mom, we're having a great time. I have not seen your Nana this happy in years. <laughs> Bedtime here is 9.30. It's probably best you two shouldn't come out of your room after that. See you in the morning. 9.30? 9.30. What is that? It's 10.47. We think there's someone outside the door. Was that? I think Nana's not feeling well. Grandmother is fine. It's like somebody talking in their sleep. What's he doing? 
They're weird during the day. I was just cleaning it. And even weirder at night? Um, there's something wrong with Nana and Papa. They're just old. Bear with it for a couple of days. <laughs> Nana, are you okay? They're hiding something. It's just the end of your trip. I'm sad. It's all over. <laughs> Gonna get you. Papa! Let's make it a perfect night. What is that? Mom, you need to come right now. Would you mind getting inside the oven to clean it? Stop! Now, stop! Ah! I hate it. Okay, okay, confirmed. That trailer shows way too much. Like, <laughs> that trailer shows everything, but I don't care. It looks really funny. It is. That's the thing. It is really funny. It's legitimately really funny. And, like, even the, uh, again, it would have been so fun to watch the whole thing with somebody. I, again, like it was funny, and I laughed even when I was watching it alone. But I really didn't like watching it alone. Yeah, because um, it also is fucking freaky, and it just is like it's found footage, and it's a lot of the scary stuff is like nighttime in a creaky old house. So even though it's like the concept is funny and ludicrous, you're still like waiting for something scary to like pop out of a corner in the dark, and like I don't yeah. like that. They're also kids. Alone. They're also like defenseless children who are like there and have no way of getting out. Oh, it's so um, freaky. Emily, that doesn't bother us as much as it bothers you. It doesn't bother I me. Know. I don't care. <laughs> it really hits like the kids stuff like is starting. It's just like fucks you up. Like it fucks yeah. me. I just watched. I just told you guys I watched Black Widow and that is a freaking Marvel movie that's outrageous about the beginning of, of like a actual superhero. And I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch this. What if um, the reason I decide not to have kids ends up being because I don't want to ruin horror movies for myself? I, I mean, can see it happening. It's valid reason. <laughs> it's a real valid fucking reason. Also, I, the only other thing I'll say is that my parents' names for themselves as grandparents are Nana and Pop Pop. So. Great, <laughs> awesome. perfect. You're gonna love. You're gonna love this. <laughs> you're gonna love. Oh my this. god. Um. All right. Let's just fucking go let's do, let's it. do it it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch re-watch our favorite tiktok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle you will love our next sponsor naked wines did you know that when you buy wine today most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging big budget marketing campaigns and tax that is crazy Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. 
I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. We all come home after a long day of work and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I, I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, so it starts with 
it's found footage. So we, we are at home. We're doing an interview of uh, the mom. Loretta is her name. This is Catherine Hahn. And she's being interviewed by her daughter. And her daughter's saying, tell me what happened between you and your parents. Um, so here's the deal. Catherine Hahn left home at 19, uh, ran away with a guy um, that her parents did not approve of, which is why she left home. And this guy is the kid's father, but he uh, left them all, um, fell in love with somebody else uh, and left them all. They're all very traumatized by this. The kids as well that, uh, you know, uh, he didn't he doesn't like stay in contact with his kids. He just sort of like found a new life up and left. Um, Catherine Hahn has not spoken to or seen her parents since this happened. 15 years ago. Her kids are 15 as her oldest daughter and the son is 13. Um, And so the reason that we're, that the daughter, she's a, fashions herself a, a, a fancy herself a bit of a documentarian. And so she decided uh, she wants to make a movie about this. The grandparents found the mom, found Catherine Hahn online, reached out to her and and said, we would like to know our grandkids. Um, Would you please send them out to visit with us? And she said, I put it up to the kids. It's, you know, it's their life. It's their grandparents. They wanted to do it. I don't really want them to do it, but they want to do it. They're teenagers. They clearly have a fun relationship. She's like, my kids are brats, but it's the daughter doing the interview. So we're like, oh, you know, they're all Mm -hmm. on good terms. Um, But yeah, so the kids are going to go visit their grandparents for the first time for a week. And so the daughter wants to make a documentary about this because she's like, I'm, you know, it's going to be us meeting our family and learning more about our mom. And I thought it'd be cool to film this. So uh, we're driving. The mom is driving them to the train station to put them on a train. I think the grandparents live like a few hours away. It's not so, so far, but um, far enough that like train is the better way to go than driving. Also, the mom doesn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, the mom says, you know, there's been a farm. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's no mm-hmm. cell reception. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not fun for, a, especially the, the teenage boy. He's like, I'm texting with girls. Like, I can't not be able to text. Rachel. She's like, it's one week. You'll survive. Um, so they get on the train. We There's this great shot of Catherine Hahn where they're like, they're, they're filming the mom outside of the train window as it's like pulling away, and she's like joking, like running alongside, like no, no. And as she's like running, and the train's getting further away, she starts like actually crying. Oh. Um, and it's just really good, and she's such a good actress, man. I really love her. I would Aww. watch this just to watch Katherine Hahn. I feel like she's not in it enough, but she's I... not in it enough. But every time she's in it, she shines. She shines. She shines. I Honestly, love her so everyone much. is. Everyone is. Well, I. <laughs> okay, we'll hold on that. Uh, the kids, the kids are great. Um, <laughs> maybe everyone's great. It's just one of those things where it's hard to tell what the choices are. Like for the grandparents, I'm like, maybe they're great, or maybe the, I do, it, whatever. Right. Um, I think the grandma is great, actually. But whatever. Bye. Who cares? Uh, so we're on the train, and now we're getting a sense of who the kids are. They're clearly very close. Uh, this brother and sister, and um. They so they have the boy ever since the dad left is a bit of a germaphobe. Like he he we learn that he like goes into the bathroom and he's like washing his hands a lot. And the, the sister is saying like my brother. Oh, by the way, their names are Tyler and Becca. Okay. So like Tyler ever since dad left is, you know, like a bit of a germaphobe. And um, the girl is clearly super, super smart. 
speaks as if she's like an actual filmmaker, like uses film terms and is very committed to her documentary and like the integrity of a filmmaker. And uh, the boy is like, he's a freestyle rapper. He's a little white freestyle rapper. Just (laughs) hell yeah. For us to keep in mind. Um, but they clearly are like they they're very supportive of each other. They're they're in this together. I think they were very unified by their dad leaving, but they have no relationship with their dad at all. Um so we get a uh Chiron, is that what you call it? Text on the screen? Mm-hmm. Yep. We get a Chiron that mm-hmm. says Monday morning. So they're getting Ooh. off the train, it's snowy, they see their grandparents. Uh, we see this from afar. She, like, puts her camera down to, like, capture the meeting. So we see them. They all hug. Grandparents seem very happy. Uh, we get our first little interviews of the grandparents and the kids with them. And it, every, it's, like, a little stilted. Nobody really knows how to be around each other. But it's, like, sweet. And uh, she says to Tyler, like, how do you feel about your grandparents? And they're standing on your side of him. He's like, it's cool. Like, it's cool. You know, they're just, like, meeting strangers but also immediately feel, you know, a connection. Um and yeah, these are Nana and Pop Pop. Sorry, Henley. <laughs> they drive to the house and um, very quickly the kids are like, oh, my gosh, like that's the swing that mom talked about out front. And she Becca tells Tyler, like, go stand by the swing. I want to get this a great shot for the beginning of the documentary. Like this is the swing mom used to play on. They go into the house and they're like, oh, my God, this is the clock mom told us about the big grandfather clock. Uh, they're staying in mom's bedroom. So they go in there and they put their stuff down. They see on a cork board photos of uh, their grandparents with people uh, or just like, uh, you know, just people in, in their life. Um, and they're like, wow, these are the people in Nana and Pop-Pop's life. Um, they get to know Nana and Pop-Pop in the kitchen. They're all hanging out, just like asking each other, get to know you questions. That Nana's like, do you guys play sports? Like, what do you do? Uh, Tyler tells them that he's a freestyle rapper. He goes by T-Diamond Swizzle. Something really easy to bond with grandparents about. Yeah. And so then he, d- he, he like freestyle raps for them about, she gives, she's like, give me anything. And she's like, okay, pineapple upside down cake. And he like does a freestyle <laughs> pineapple upside down cake. She's making them food. And it's just, you know, we're all, we're all having a great time. The grandpa comes in, pop, pop, and like gives him a fist bump. Uh, it's nice. like, we're, we're <laughs> learning about each other. We learned that the, um, which the mom had said this earlier in her interview, but Nana and pop, pop volunteer as uh, counselors at, uh, at Maple Lawn local hospital. Um, they Skype, the kids Skype with their mom, not the grandparents aren't around every time we Skype with the mom. It's it's just the kids. But she asks how they're doing. She's clearly very anxious about them being there. And she's like, you know, are they being nice to you? Have they said anything mean about me? Ugh, no, don't, no, don't tell me about that. And uh, she is going, she's taking her first trip in a very long time. She and her boyfriend are going on a cruise during this time. Mm. Um. They'll be nice and far away in the middle of the ocean. Oh, God. Um, and they, but the kids are really happy about this. They like they, you know, their mom has really not been OK since the dad left. They really want her to be happy. They like the boyfriend. They're like they, they really are supportive of their mom. Did you say this? But how how long ago did the dad leave? How long has it been? I honestly don't remember. But okay, I, think okay. the ki- I think the kids were young. Like, I think it was a while ago. OK, OK. Got it. Like a decade-ish. Uh, five to ten years is going to be my guess. Okay. okay. But I could be wrong. But um, enough that it's like, th- this is their new life, and they are like, 
everyone has been profoundly affected by it. They're like, they've already settled into like the new versions of themselves due to this massive thing that happened in their family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, but, okay, so then, um, so Becca then gives her brother a second camera. She's like, and he's like, oh, cool, I'll be your co-director. And she's like, mm, you're B camera op. Uh, we'll just call, that'll be your <laughs> official title. She's like teaching him about mise-en-scene and like just try to capture, you know, be authentic, but try to capture moments that feel, you know, uh, dignified. And then it cuts to him, like shooting his own mouth, being like, Bleh. you know, he's a little 13 year old boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we are now looking at Tyler's footage. Tyler is outside and shooting. He sees in the distance, pop pop walking into a shed, being in there for about a minute, coming out, locking the door. And he goes, hi, pop pop. And Pop doesn't respond. Pop, Pop, hi, hi, Pop, Pop. Pop, Pop turns around, looks at him, doesn't acknowledge him, and walks away. And so then Tyler turns to the camera and he goes, "What's in the shed?" <laughs> He's not freaked out, but he is like, "That's like, what's Pop, Pop trying to hide?" <laughs> That's funny. Um, that night, so it's their first night there. Grandpa comes into the room and he's like, I've, you know, I've never seen your grandma happier. We're so glad you guys are here. Um, but we're old, you know, we're old people. So bedtime is nine 30. Um, so we're going to bed. Good night. And the kids are like, Oh, nine 30. And they're also, there's no, they managed to get internet by like connecting a hard line. Um, but there's no Wi-Fi, there's no cell service or like no fucking no internet. And we have to go to bed at nine 30. Um, about an hour later, we see it's, it's about 10 30 and Becca's like, oh, I really want more of grandma's cookies. Nana's cookies are so good. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to go sneak down and get some cookies from the kitchen. And she says to camera like, mom, I'm, I bet this is um, recreating what it would have been like for you when you would sneak out of your room to get food in the middle of the night. So she's filming down the hall with her like camera light on and we hear like moaning and grandma at the base of the stairs, Becca's at the top of the stairs, grandma's at the bottom of the stairs and she walks across the hallway projectile vomiting (laughs) and going like (laughs) and like is not not well. Oh my god. Becca freaks out. Yeah, that's a that's an extreme place to go right away. Yeah, <laughs> starting oh, right there. And you know what? It only heightens. Yeah. <laughs> so Becca like runs back into her room and shuts the door and is like, oh my God. And she, she like wakes her brother up. She's like, Grandma's really sick. Like Nana's really sick. Next day, Chiron, Tuesday morning. Uh sh- Becca goes and talks to Pop Pop. Pop Pop's moving hay bales outside, and he's like, I think Nana is sick. And he says, you know, I, 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 she's fine. Because the next morning, Nana's like, I'm making pancakes. Like, hey, good morning. No problem here. No problem here. And uh, Pop-Pop says, you know, I think it was just a 24-hour thing. And she's feeling totally fine now. <laughs> he says, you know, Becca, we're, we're old. And old old people get sick. You know, old people's bodies are, they're not great. And uh, she's fine. Don't you worry. And, and Becca's like, okay. Um, okay, great. They're exploring the house some more. Tyler and Becca, they both have their cameras and they see the house is built up on like it has a crawl space underneath with like concrete. That's like sort of open to the outside, like one of those old houses mm-hmm. where there's like an area they can like go under it, like crawl around. Mm-hmm. And they Becca says, oh, let's play hide and seek under here. I remember mom told us she used to play hide and seek under the house. 
let's do it. Uh, so she gives uh, Tyler, she starts counting and, and or Tyler starts counting. And so she goes under the house with her camera and she's like hiding in a little place. And then she's down there. Ty- oh, no, Tyler's hiding. Sorry, Tyler goes in and hides. Then Becca comes in and she's looking around for him, looking around for him. And we see on all fours, hair in front of her face, ring style, grandma going, and like comes up <laughs> to her. <laughs> Becca screams, freaks the fuck out, goes and hides. Uh, Tyler, meanwhile, is like, like hidden back there. And he's like, oh, she's never going to find me. I'm, I'm such a good hider. And then it, it, he hears the scream and then it's really quiet. And he's like, Becca? Becca and comes out and then grandma's crawling after him and then <laughs> we get footage of both of them they're trying to find their way out from under the house but it's hard to figure out how to get out and grandma's crawling around and she is uh, like cackling and is like I'm gonna get you I'm gonna get you Taylor I'm gonna get you and it is crawling around after them they finally make their way out both of them make their way out <laughs> wait Emily I like how in the beginning of this you were like you know how like sometimes people are old do you want to give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> It's not this. It's not it's this. It's like so obvious that they, these people are fucked up. At the very least, a doctor should be notified of their behavior. Yeah. You know, like best case scenario, I would be telling my mom, your parents are not well. Like I, we, I, I guess they're teenagers, so they don't really know. But it's like, hey, do you know that both of your parents are like fucked up now? And we, sh- and you, sh- we should be aware and like be doing something about it. Right. Anyway. But so they they find they make their way out. They're both like totally freaked out and laying on the ground like, what the fuck was that? And then grandma crawls out, stands up, smiling, d- brushes dirt off her knees and is like, oh, that was fun. Fun hide and seek. And then she just she stands up straight and she looks at him and goes, I'm making chicken pot pie. <laughs> and turns to walk up the stairs into the house. And when she turns around, we see that her skirt is fully torn through in the back. And it's like one butt cheek is just fully out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, I really want to see the comedy cut of this one because it's pretty funny. I mean, this is basically the comedy cut. Um, yeah, so she, her, she's her skirt is ripped. Her butt is out. She seemingly like doesn't care. And it's just like, I'm making, that was a fun game. I'm making chicken pot pie. <laughs> and they're both just like, what the fuck? Um... Later that day, a doctor from the hospital from Maple Lawn, where they volunteer, comes by. The grandparents are out on a walk, but uh, Becca is talking to him, and he says, oh, I work at the hospital with your grandparents. Uh, there's also a fun runner where whenever strangers get, there was, like, the train, a guy on the train that they interviewed or showed their camera. Anytime, like, a stranger comes and sees the camera, he's like, oh, I used to be an actor once. And they, like, go into, like, a little <laughs> monologue. That's fun. Um, so the doctor does that. But then he says, oh, your grandparents, they just, they didn't show up this past session for their counseling. Uh, I just, you know, I, I wanted to check in on them. There, there's some hot gossip this week at the hospital. I know they love gossip. So I wanted to come and tell them and, and talk to them. Uh, we just tell them I came by. She says, yes, I will. Meanwhile, Tyler, uh, is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what's up in that shed. Like, I want to know what's in the shed. So he walks in the shed. It's very dark. There are flies everywhere. He's like, "Oh, it's really smelly in here. What the fuck?" Walks into there's there's a suspicious pile in the corner. So he's like walking. He's like, "I'm gonna see what's in the suspicious pile." Picks it up, and it is a pile of shitty, shit-filled adult diapers. No, 
we're keeping those he, in the shed. He throws it. It's like, oh my god, oh my god! Because also he's the germaphobe. So he's like freaking out, and he runs out of the shed and is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um. So then we see Becca asks Nana. She's like, "Is is like what is that? Is grim pretty bold? I would not." Yeah. Uh, but she's like, "Is that okay? Like, what's going on?" And she says, "You know, pop pop. He's he's getting older, and that happens. And he's really embarrassed about it. He's a prideful man, so he keeps his diapers in the shed, and <laughs> oh, and, and, and then he burns them. Oh my uh, god." Don't don't bring it up to him. You know, are we okay? We're okay, right? I know it's it's tough, but we're just old. We're just old. We're just old. Stop asking so many questions. <laughs> and so Beck is like, okay, all right, yeah, we're fine, we're good. <laughs> uh, Pop Pop takes them to explore the town, and they go to uh, their mom's old school, and they're standing in front of it, and they're like, wow, this is where mom went to school. And then Pop Pop sees someone across the street, just a guy walking down the street, and he's like, there's a guy again. He's been following us. That guy's been following us. I'm going to go talk. To him. And he storms across the street and, st- and goes, stop following us. And just go, pushes him down and like goes to punch him. And the kids are like, oh, pop up. No, 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 he's not. Fi- he's just a guy. He's just out here. They, like pull him off. And Breck is like, pop up. You don't know. You don't know him. And he's like, oh, you're right. Oh, I don't. I don't know him. So- oh, sorry. Oh. And they go home. <laughs> oh, no. That's so the kids are, the t- Then the kids are talking with each other and, and they're just like, I get, you know, Old people get paranoid. I clearly his mind is kind of going that, but that's like pretty again, pretty normal thing when you're old. <laughs> just attack somebody. Um, just like, so just I give guess the benefit of the doubt. Let's just give, just the give the benefit of the doubt. Of the it's doubt. been it's been two calendar days that we've been here, and the craziest shit has happened. But I guess <laughs> they're just old. Um. Then later that night, the kids wake up to hearing like something and scratching outside of their door once again it is it's past bedtime it's about 10 45 they look at the clock and they're both standing outside their bedroom door and they're like what is that what is that and tyler's like i'm gonna open the door beck is like don't open he's like i know i gotta know i gotta know it's outside the door i'm gonna open the door i'm gonna open the door so he walks up he opens the door and we see fully naked back to us butt of nana Banging on and scratching at the wall opposite the kids' room. Ooh. And so he shuts the door. It's like, yeah, just close it. I guess they you just close the door. <laughs> I guess you would. I guess that is what you would yeah, do. Oh my God, I, would have it. I would never have opened it, but I would just close the door and be like, it's a funny solve, though. Just like, okay, never mind. No, I that's not there. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. <laughs> and because he's 13, his biggest thing is like, oh, she's naked. Like, he, like, you know, but, um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more happening there. Yeah. Wednesday morning. So uh, Becca goes to talk to Pop Pop and says, I don't think Nana's OK. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in Pop Pop's room. He's like putting on as this interview is happening. He's putting on a tuxedo, like a full tuxedo and a bow tie. So he's interviewing or talking to him and saying, like, I don't think Nana's OK. And he said, Nana, it, she, you know, she does have a form of dementia. It's uh, what it is. It's called sundowning. And uh, it's like triggered by nighttime. Her symptoms get worse at nighttime. She gets really confused. Uh, that's why she was vomiting the other night is she gets she gets convinced that there's like something in her body that she has to get out. Um it, it, you know, it, this is just a thing that happens when you get old. It's just a we, thing that happens. And, 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 I, and that's why that's why you guys shouldn't 
come out of your room after 9.30. It really is best if you don't come out of your room after 9.30. Um, There's something so funny to me about the way you've described all of her movements. All of them make me laugh. Just thinking about her being oh, naked outside. Being that's like, the comedy. La, 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 la. It's, fu- it's funny, but it also is freaky. It's scary. It's, scary. it's, it's scary. kind of it, it is absolutely played for comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely mm-hmm. played for comedy. All of it. Um, it's like what they're doing is funny and the context is scary basically it's like right. thumping and scratching outside of your room in a dark creepy house and then it's an old lady being like <laughs> like it's like <laughs> we both are it's two things at once um but yeah so uh but he's talking about nana and he's like you know so just don't come out of your room um until after or after 9 30 and she so then she goes pop up what are you doing <laughs> He's like, well, I got to get on the train. I got to go to a costume party. And she's like, what What do you mean? And he goes, no, I don't. There's no costume party. Oh, you're, you're right. And goes and starts taking it off. And she's, Becca says, it's okay, it's okay Pop Pop. It's, it's okay. And he's like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have to go to the costume party. Mm-hmm. Um, it is sad. So then uh, Becca comes down to the kitchen. Nana pops her little head out. She's outside through the kitchen window and she goes, I made biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, was Pop Pop getting ready for the costume party again? And um, Becca says, yes, he was. And she says, he is crazy. Oh, boy. Uh, By the way. Yeah, I'd be like, I need to get out of here. These people are not capable of being caretakers for for me and my brother. At the very least, we should not be alone in a house with these people who are deeply unwell. But they do care for us. Nana does seem to be taking care of the feeding them situation, though, which is good. She's feeding them plenty. (laughs) Um, And and Nana says, by the way, Becca, I'm so sorry. I I think I broke your computer when I was making biscuits. I got batter (laughs) on the computer, and then I tried to wipe it off with oven cleaner, and I think it's all stuck. So the computer, we learn, is fine, but with the part that's broken and covered with, like, batter that won't come off is the camera Mm. uh, for Skyping. Mm. So, um... Later, we see the kids look up. Becca looks up sundowning and is explaining because Tyler's fully freaked out. Tyler's like, something that is not okay. Yeah. Yeah, And Becca says, I looked up sundowning and it's a real thing. That's a real thing that happens to old people. And at night, their symptoms get worse. And, you know, it's, yeah, it sucks and it's weird, but she's like, you're just, you're being really immature and you need to be kinder to our grandparents. They're just old. And this is a real thing, but just don't be weird about it. Like, just be nice to our grandparents. But they've definitely done weird shit during the day, right? Like, the chasing yes. around yeah, in the, the under the house thing. was daytime. The thing was not okay. But compared to naked climbing up the walls, it's, you know, <laughs> sure. pretty normal. Maybe. Uh, maybe it's more normal. Um, <laughs> So they Skype with their mom and Tyler pretty immediately is like, they're not okay. Nana and Pop-Up are not okay. They're, they're really weird. And I don't, I, I think something's up and. And they can't like see each other because of the batter. They can't see each other because of the batter. And Becca says, no, it's mom. It's fine. Like, yes, they are old and they're, they're losing it a little bit, but it's fine. And. And mom, the mom says, yeah, you know, I, I knew this was going to happen. It's it's weird staying with old people and you don't really know them. But like, yes, they are older. And so she says, how, you know, how big of a problem is this? Is, is this a real problem? And Becca says, no, it's a one. Uh, and I guess this is it's the not way a they communicate with each other. It's it not, a, not one. a one. It's Becca not says, a one. it's a one. And, and so the mom says, Tyler. And he goes, 
it, it it's a one. Um, no. so Poor like, Tyler. No, no. I know. Are we feeling at this point at all suspicious of Catherine Hahn? Like, surely she might know something about this? No. Okay. I would say no. I don't. We are not feeling suspicious of her. Okay. Um, I am feeling a bit like she's not doing a great job parenting. I think to send your two children away. Uh, and that then was a huge red cruise? flag. Huge red flag right off the bat. If there are people that you decided to run away from at 19 and then not have any kind of relationship to the extent where you wouldn't even want to see them again with your children, yeah. that's a huge yeah. red flag it's to me. Great. It's yeah. not great. Um, she's been through a lot, and it's Catherine Hunt, so we love her. But I, but definitely, I'm like, ooh, and then going to a place where you are away so far away. inaccessible you could not get to that you're in the ocean like you could not get to them in case of an emergency even if you tried couldn't do it well Catherine Hahn's a secret villain a lot of the time so I'm just on edge I think based mm-hmm. on her, oh, interesting. her career mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> feel like it's a spoiler to say well it is a spoiler but I don't feel like it ruins things to say she is not a secret okay. villain here all right great okay. um but then, uh, so they're like, it's fine. We're fine. We're doing okay. So, uh, Becca and Nana are in the kitchen and <laughs> Nana is behind her and she pulls the, the like tray or the, you know, bars out of the oven mm. and holds them and stands on him back and says, Becca, could you get inside the oven and clean it? <laughs> oh my and God. Becca's clearly like. Uh, And Nana says, you're smaller than me. I can't get back there. And it just just needs to be clean, Becca. The oven needs to be clean. So Becca says, okay. And she goes in and she's like cleaning it. And Nana says, really get in there further, further. She goes until until her whole body is inside the oven. Uh, But then she she comes out, clean the oven. Nana says, thank you so much. Great. Mm, Nana pri- priming her have, for a later scene, I think. I would, I would never, no matter the context, get put my whole body inside an oven. No. no and you matter, shouldn't. And that's correct, Henley. No that is matter. correct. I'm happy to hear that. That is the right instinct do to have. Yes. Don't do it. Even if your Nana asks, you say no. Even if Nana asks. Sorry, Nana. Even if Nana asks. I'm not doing uh, that. Especially if you're, you know, Nana with dementia asks. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, do just it. Put, you put a sponge on a stick and that you solves go, Nana, everything. This is a teaching moment. It's not a good idea for anyone to get inside an oven. And let's mm-hmm. find a new way to clean it together. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, then it's time she decides she wants to interview Nana formally. And now, so the she Becca's goal with this documentary she keeps saying she wants an elixir for her mom her mom is very sad and Becca thinks if she is able to get uh forgiveness for her mm. mom from the grandparents that will help her mom moving forward so that's like the main goal of this documentary mm, uh, that's so sweet. Becca is very sweet Becca is interviewing N- Nana and when she they do a few introduction questions, you know, it's just very easy breezy. And she asks Nana because her mom had said uh, Becca had asked at the beginning, what happened the day that you left? And she says, I'm not going to I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to tell you if they choose to tell you. That's fine. Um, you can ask them. But I I don't want to talk about it because it, it, her mom says it's like this, the thing that she did. When she left. So if it's something mm. that the mom feels badly about. And she's like, if they want to tell you, they can. So mm. 
Becca asks what happened the day that mom left and the grandma immediately just starts getting really upset and is like shaking her head and then shaking her head more violently and like grabbing her sweater and is like, no, 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 and just starts like freaking whoa, out. Whoa. And Becca says, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, uh, I, uh, don't answer, it's okay, don't answer the question. And, sh- and she says, I don't ever want to, don't ever ask me another question about Loretta. It's not, oh, does no. not want to talk about her. Oh, boy. Um... Then Tyler, we see Tyler trying to set up a hidden camera. Uh, he's like, I, I'm putting up a camera overnight. I need to understand like, what is happening here. Something is not right. Becca sees him doing it and says, you can't do that. That is, uh, that's exploitative. We, we, that is not a filmmaker's integrity is you, you never film people without their knowledge. And he's like, oh, come on. Haven't you seen reality TV? Like, that's a whole fucking deal. You can always film people. And she says, no, this, this is my documentary. Like, we are not doing that to them. That is not okay. So they don't set up the camera. Um, but then that later that night after 930, they hear the same sounds outside the door. So they open the door. And Nana is in her nightgown this time. Nasty, but not naked. A nasty nightgown. Mm-hmm. Running back and forth <laughs> across the doorway with her arms behind her back. Like, like just like running. <laughs> Very weird. And then she she moves out of frame. They don't see her for a while. And then we see grandmas crawling on the ground up towards the door. Oh, scary. And they shut the door. Problem solved. Yes. Yeah, yes, 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 quick yes. and easy solve. We've oh, grandma's sundowning again. She's no just sundowning. Deal. She's just sundowning, crawling on the ground, running towards our open door. Um, Thursday morning. So they're all going on a walk. The grandkids and the grandparents. Um, Tyler is running around when they walk. The grandparents walk ahead, and so then Tyler goes, "Hey, Becca, who, who am I?" And he puts his arms behind his back and he starts running around, just like making fun of Grandma. <laughs> and then Grandma rounds the corner and sees them. And Becca's like, "Tyler, Tyler!" And she goes, "There's a family of foxes down here. You, you, come on, you don't want to miss it." <laughs> so. <laughs> They follow them. The foxes are gone, but they see Grandma staring down into a well, just fixated. And Grandpa grabs her and is like, come on, come on, uh, get, get away from that well. <laughs> and oh, so they they're, think that's weird. A well uh, but then is we like see a vertical cave. A, yeah, a well is a vertical is. cave with water. Really um, so then Becca is interviewing Tyler, finally. And she asks him uh, how he feels about their dad and their dad leaving. Mm. And Tyler's like, fine. I'm not, I'm not upset mm. by it. Uh, people, Why would I be? My yeah, dad people cares. People change. People make choices. <laughs> Sometimes you want one thing and then you don't anymore. And I mean, that's whatever. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't believe you. And he's like, we can believe what you want, but my, no, it's, that's true. She says, then make me believe you. And he stops and you just see him clearly very sad. Aww. And uh, then he tells this story and like sort of cuts and he's telling the story about when he was eight. So I guess, yeah, like five years ago is when dad left. OK, there we go. Um, And he's like, I was on the peewee football team and i was the i was the safety i'm, I'm probably getting this wrong i don't remember what the terms are and football I don't terms know. football, football terms football. So i was the safety and um i did a touchdown this guy guy on the other team 
starts, he gets, he gets the ball and he, and he starts running for it. And I'm the only one, I'm the only one able to, to tackle him. And, and it's on me and everyone's looking at me and I freeze and I, and I just watch him run by and I, and I don't do anything. And, and everyone's yelling my name and, and my t- teammates and the coach and everyone's really upset. And I just, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I, just, I froze. I, I couldn't tackle him. And it's like, and I remember dad wasn't angry. He didn't yell at me. He just put me in the car and, and we went home. And then Becca says, so you think our dad left our mom because you didn't tackle someone in a peewee football game when you were eight? And he gets, he says, well, now that you say it like that, it sounds stupid. Um, Yeah, it's really sad. Sad. Then the two of them go to look at the well because they're like, what's in that fucking well? (laughs) And they go and they pull the, the, you know, bucket up and pour it out. And it's just water. It's like, it's just just water just a regular well okay then tyler interviews becca and uh and he says you won't ever you don't ever look at yourself and she says what he's you don't ever look in mirrors you never look in the mirror i never see you look in the mirror you don't Hmm. take pictures of yourself you don't you don't ever look at yourself he goes your sweater's on inside out you don't you didn't know that you don't because you didn't look you didn't check yourself in the mirror this morning and she's just like you know tears are welling up and she's getting really emotional and he says why don't you want to why don't you want to see yourself and he goes do you remember when that started and Ugh. she's crying and it's like you know five years ago yeah uh so we get that's how she has been affected or i think he says something like you think you're you like you think you're worthless like you think that you that like you aren't Damn. you don't matter or something it's some deep these kids, therapy these sessions are some yeah. deep fucking kids just uh, knowing to ask the question when did that start i mean that is some professional grade <laughs> shit right there yeah. tyler professional good interview tactics um then later on on tyler's footage he sees <laughs> he's up in the room and, and it's daytime, but he shoots down. He sees Nana standing in the hallway and she's just staring at him and he goes, Hey Nana. She just turns and walks into the other room. He's just like, what the fuck is happening with them? Then I guess the grandparents are on a walk and a woman shows up. Uh, her name is Sydney. She shows up with a cobbler. This, this actress is very funny. Cause she's just like, uh, there's also every time, you know, they talk to anyone, they have the camera cause they're making a documentary. So she's like, and like it's like being very stilted and like mm, am I supposed to smile because there's a camera on me? Um, That's funny. But uh, her name is her name is Sydney and she shows up. She brought this cobbler and she says, "Oh, y- your grandparents uh, worked with me. I, they counseled me. I was in rehab um, at, at the hospital and I just I hadn't seen them in uh, they haven't been by in the past week and I just wanted to see if they're okay and uh, if they may be sick. I brought them this cobbler and she's like, "Oh, well, they're not." Here right now. I was imagining um, she had a cobbler with her, a shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> she brought with her a little cobbler, and it's M. Night Shyamalan. That's what I was going to say. I was like, why can't M. Night Shyamalan play this cobbler? He could have been the cobbler. Uh, no, it's like a baked, a ba- a baked treat. Um, yeah, that's a ridiculous place for your funny. brain to go. Oh, for someone dropping something a off. A cobbler. 
A cobbler, like an actual She's cobbler. She's there with a cobbler, a haberdasher, <laughs> and they're going to make a little outfit. Wait, did you explain this already? But where are the grandparents when... They're like out on a walk when these things, oh, when these okay. people come by. She's like, oh, no, they're, okay. they're out walking. They'll be back. Okay. Um, and so Sydney leaves. Becca here, this is later on, Becca hears Nana laughing, like laughing as if she's watching something very funny, uh, really enjoying herself. And so uh, Becca's like, oh, I'm, Nana's watching TV. I want to go see what she's watching. Maybe she and mom watch the same things. Like, what if they have this connection point? She walks into the room from behind and we see that Nana is sitting in a rocking chair directly in front of a blank wall, rocking back and forth. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, no. giggling and Sydney walks up behind her and is like Nana Nana are you okay and comes around and Nana just all of a sudden goes sad and stares right at the camera and it goes you have to keep the darkies away you have to laugh oh. to keep the darkies away otherwise oh, the deep darkies will get you you gotta just laugh oh, oh, you gotta laugh and she's wearing a like a <laughs> scarf around her head and she pulls the scarf down and then pulls it across over her nose and mouth and pulls it really tight as if she's trying to kill herself and uh becca is like nana nana no and and, and pulls it down and doesn't let her strangle herself so becca goes to talk to pop pop and find pop pop to tell him about what happened to nana and she finds pop pop sitting in the barn and she rounds the corner and he's sitting in a chair with a rifle, the barrel of it inside his mouth. Oh, God. And it, and as soon as he sees her, he goes, I was just cleaning it. And then he just starts, like, <laughs> wiping the rifle with his hand. I was just cleaning it. Uh, and that part is very funny. And she says, uh, Pop, Pop, I, I, Nana's not well. Nana's not okay. And he goes, oh, uh, thank you for telling like me, Pop-Pop's Becca. also not Pop-Pop's well. not well. Thank you for telling me, Becca. I will che- I'll check on her. And... So then Becca goes up to Tyler and goes, we're putting out a hidden camera. Like, I, I'm on board. We it's, we got to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So that night, they put up a hidden camera. In the night, we see Grandma walking through the house in her nightgown, being weird. And we see uh, she walks out of frame and then pops right up in front of the camera and goes, hey! Oh, my God. <laughs> because she discovered the camera and she's not happy. And so she goes, she goes and she gets a giant butcher knife, carries it through the house, goes up to the kid's door and like what? scrapes it on their door. What? And then we see her walk back away and like put the knife back. And so the next morning they watch this footage and are like, okay, <laughs> great. Not normal sundowning. Uh, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Becca is like, when mom calls us to to Skype, we're telling her to pick us up early. Until then, let's just stay away from them. Sail that ship back in. Play it cool. Because they do say, they're like, mom's cruise gets back today. Okay, great. When she, Mm -hmm. when she gets in, we're gonna, yeah, that's what it is. We're gonna call her and tell her she needs to come get us right away. And we're, he's, she's like, we're not spending another night here, but just Tyler, just like play it cool. Stay away from them. It's going to be fine. Uh, but Becca still really wants to get that that forgiveness, that elixir mm. for her mom. Mm. So she decides to do one last interview with each of them. Tyler's like, I thought we were staying away from them. What the fuck are you doing? She's like, I got to do this. She interviews Pop Pop. 
and he tells a story about he's like I when I worked in the she's like mom mom told me you used to work in a in a factory he was like yeah I worked in a factory there was a white thing that would come by uh, this white thing with yellow eyes and I was the only one who saw it and I would tell people about the white thing but they didn't believe me and then I got fired and they wouldn't let me back around and she says mom never never told me that you got fired and he said oh she she doesn't she doesn't know. Uh, and I think he says something to the effect of like, you know, I, I would accept your mom back if she like he, we get some bit of forgiveness from him. So we're like, great, cool. Um, then out the window, the kids are inside, the grandparents are outside and we see Sydney comes back. But we see them sort of arguing. We can't hear it because we're on the second floor and they're downstairs outside. They're kind of arguing. We see Sydney is sort of like put her hands up to them and then they're like come on come on come on and so she follows them back like to the back of the house but that's all we see um but then we don't well, we don't see what happens next but then nana comes out and is like it's time for dinner what like nana's normal again um doesn't address the the woman coming by but becca decides this is a good time for her to interview nana again and um so Nana's like, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. There are these little people who live in the water and and they they live. It's I don't remember the details, but like they live inside all of us and they want to take you to the water. They want to take everybody into the water. And but that, and that's how they get you. And if, and what they do is they give you a thing that it it'll make you sleep deeply, but not die. So when you go into the water, you go into a deep sleep, but you're not dead. And then she goes, I made that. I'm that's just a story. I made that up. But it's just a fun story. Uh, So I think (laughs) Becca thinks so. She's being quirky. Like, you know, she doesn't think that's real. She just goes like, I just told I see I can make up stories. And then so she asks her again. Becca asks her again, Nana, like, do you forgive mom for leaving or how do you feel about mom? And she starts to sort of shake and get freaked out again. And so she goes, oh, never mind, never mind. Nina. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story. A uh, story is about a, a young girl who falls madly in love with a man and leaves with that, leaves her parents because of that man. And they, the parents got really upset and they never wanted to talk to her again. Uh, and it was, but it was the love of her life. And then that man broke her heart and left her and her kids. And now the little girl is really sad. Um, what do you wish would happen to the little girl? And the Nana's like, that story is too sad. I don't like it. And uh, she says, Nana, if if that little girl, what would you? What do you wish the parents would say to the little girl if you were that little girl's parents? And uh, Nana says, I would say that I. I forgive you. Um, and you can always come home. Boom. Or something like that. Elixir. So Becca's like, fuck yeah, I got the elixir. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, then their mom has, has arrived at home. So they Skype with her. They're up in the bedroom or they're, they're in some part of the house. The grandparents are outside. So they're Skyping with their mom and they, uh, Becca says, mom, you, you have to come get us today. And she's like, what's going to take hours for me to get in the car and get like, what's going on? Uh, you're, you're making, I'm, you're making me really freaked out. It's just like my, my, my heart is in my throat. And they're like, it's okay. But like, you just, you need to come get us today. You need to come get us. Yeah. Today. We can't stay here again. Yeah. And, uh, 
the mom says, okay, where, where are your, where are your grandparents right now? Uh, and they say, oh, they're, they're out by the chicken coop and they hold up that they, by the way, day after day, they've managed to like chip away at the biscuit batter in front of the lens. So now the, the camera lens is working. Okay. So they're like, oh, they're at the chicken coop and they, they hold up the, the computer and show, show the grandparents outside and bring it back around. And the mom says, kids, kids, listen to me. Hold on. Listen to me right now. Where are your grandparents? Those aren't your grandparents. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. And they're like, "What?" And she says, "Are you Have you been staying with those people all week? Who are they?" Oh my god. Oh my god. This is and why you don't send your kids off to and uh, Right, with, uh, without even a photo? Yeah. Sight unseen, like, sight unseen. You have to make this is what your grandparents look like. Ask them these questions about themselves. Like, can you imagine? You cannot you can't do it this this no. way. Yeah, Catherine Hahn, no, 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 no. You cannot Not do it this parenting. way. No. So she's like, holy fucking shit. Catherine Hahn's like trying to call the local police department. but it's a super tiny town. They don't answer. And she's like, I'm getting in the car. I'm going to keep trying the police my whole way. Like, get out of the house. Go see a neighbor. Like, go anywhere. Get out of that house. I am coming. I will find you. Like, get out of there. So they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> These are not our grandparents. Oh, my <laughs> so God. Um... So then they're like going, I think they're, they like turn around and the grandparents are there again. And they're like, come on, let's go in the kitchen. Oh, so God. Like, fuck, 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 okay. We see on the pegboard with all the photos. Now we've seen a, I see, we see a picture of the, the Nana and Pop Pop standing next to another old couple. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, and a little bit maybe right about now or a little bit before this i was like okay i i was proud of myself and i was like i know what the, i know what happened mm. um uh but <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> um so nana they're in the kitchen all of them and nana once again says becca will you help me clean that <laughs> and uh tyler's like what? No. And and Becca says, it's okay, Tyler. We've we've done this before. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll do it again. So she gets into the oven and this time oh. Nana closes the door. But but again, acting nor she like closes the door to start cleaning the outside of the oven. She's just cleaning the handle and clean and Tyler Tyler says, Grandma, don't you you can do that later. You can't, don't do that right now. Grandma, no, no, Nana, you got it, you, you got it. and and Becca's inside like, Nana, open the door, open the door. She does. Oh, okay. What's everybody freaking out about? And Becca gets out of the oven. Uh, Grandpa comes around the Papa comes around the corner and goes, "It's our last night together. This is supposed to be their last night. Um, you know what we should do? We should play a board game. Families play board games. We're gonna have a game now. We're gonna play Yahtzee. And uh, and so they're like, okay, um, yeah, let's play. Let's play Yahtzee. And he goes, we have to figure out the teams. And so Becca says, okay. Uh, you guys figure out the teams. We just need to do one more interview outside. Tyler and I just got to get one more interview outside and you guys figure out the teams and and we'll play Yahtzee. So thinking they'll, they're going to like be able to escape. Yeah. Like, okay, great. So they walk up to the front door. They open the front door and we see Sydney hanging dead in the tree out front. <gasps> oh no. Oh shit. And then grandpa from behind closes the door and goes, 
we decided on the teams, old versus young. Let's go. Oh, God. Oh, shit. At this point, you're like weighing in your head, okay, how much stronger am I than the old people? Can I kill? And it has been established earlier that Grandpa is pretty strong. Grandpa chops a lot of wood. We saw him chopping... Like there, or we didn't see him doing it, but we saw like a mountain of wood, like more than they so would. So we can ever maybe take because he's just like grandma, but probably not grandpa. But he's probably grandpa's pretty strong. Um, so they start playing Yahtzee, and uh, uh, things are getting a little tense and weird. And the grandpa's like, "I'm a Yahtzee master," and grandma <laughs> says, "No, you're, no, you're not." It takes 10 years to become a Yahtzee master. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Um, but, uh, Becca goes, okay, uh, oh, uh, I'm going to run. I, I, I'll i be right back. It's not my turn yet. I'll, I'll be right back. And she says to camera, I'm going to go into the basement. Because uh, earlier, when they first got to the house, Grandpa said, there, by the way, there's mold in the basement, so don't go in there. Uh, I don't want you guys to get sick. But so Becca says, I'm going to go see what's in the basement. I oh, think no, they have my grandparents Becca. down there. Oh, God. Yeah, well, they're not alive. If yeah, they're down there. Just... Yeah, you think they've just been living down there quietly for a week, Becca, <laughs> <know>. honey? Yeah. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, um, Nana <laughs> is not doing well, <laughs> and uh. She just starts the plate of cookies there. She picks them up and she starts eating them one, like super fast, one after another. Just like, and like crumbs are going everywhere. She's like, just like eating so many cookies. And so grandpa's like, oh, um, it's getting late. It's getting late. Time to put grandma to bed. So he like picks up grandma, goes to take her out of the room. Meanwhile, Becca is still down in the basement and she's walking around and she sees a pile of stuff, broken picture frames, pictures of the real grandparents, a hammer with like blood and hair on it. Gray hair. And then two dead hammered grandparents. Oh, no. Screams. Don't Grandpa, scream. Pop, pop Pop is down there. He was already down there, I think. He's down there. He's like, uh, oh, and she so she says to him really quickly, like, my name is Becca Gibson. If you find this footage, like, this is what happened. Um, and the papa comes in. He goes, they kept talking about how their grandpa- grandkids were coming to visit. And they were so excited. Oh, she sees a uniform in that pile that says Maple Lawn Psychiatric Hospital. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so he's like, they kept saying they were so excited for their grandparents or their grandkids to come and they were going to be a family and they were going to have their family. And that, they shouldn't have said that. They shouldn't have said that. They know that Claire's Claire put her kids in the pond and put her kids in those suitcases oh, in the pond. God. Oh, no. And, and all no. Claire wants, all Claire wants is a family. And I just knew I knew that, the, that I had to I wanted to do this for Claire, make Claire happy, give her. She deserved oh. this week as a grandma. She deserved to have this week as a grandma. And then he starts lunging for her and trying to get after her. She's screaming, running away. He manages to grab her, pull her up the stairs. As he's pulling her up the stairs, we see on the ground Tyler lying on the ground with, like, a big red mark on his head. Like, he had been knocked out. Mm. Um, And he's, like, awake, but it's like, oh, like, just laying on the ground. Becca's screaming, Tyler, get out, get out, Tyler. They're murderers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he, Grandpa... Pulls her up uh, the stairs, throws her in a, a room, and locks the door. Then he comes downstairs, and uh, 
okay, to go deal with Tyler. And it's very freaky. He, like, stands Tyler up in the kitchen, and he, like, uh, we see him walk around the kitchen island, and we could just see him from, like, the waist up, but we hear him undoing his belt, unzipping his pants, (gasps) taking his shoes off, (gasps) taking his pants off. We don't see any of this, though. And then we see him pull his, you know, he comes back around the corner with his pants on everything is on and he puts a diaper on the counter so he's just taking his diaper off gross we cut upstairs and Becca is wouldn't you know it locked in grandma's room a fucking course and uh, she's like we she looks over to the bed the light switch doesn't work of course she goes and tries the light Mm. doesn't work looks over to the bed it's you know the covers are pulled back but no one's it's like indentation in the pillow but grandma's not in there um then i don't know remember the exact way that this happens but grandma like creeps around and is like creepy and crawly and she's also giggling (laughs) and then grandma like crawls under the bed we see her like crawl under the bed (laughs) and then she like puts a hand up over the bed and puts the other hand up over the bed and pulls the covers off and pulls the sheet over her head and stands up under the sheet and is like, oh my God. And is like creeping and crawling around in the bedroom. Uh, Becca per- turns the camera to the mirror and she's standing in front of a mirror with her eyes closed with the camera there and like opens her eyes. She looks herself in the mirror. Grandma is behind her in a white sheet over her body. And slams Becca's head in, or Becca might do it herself, honestly, in, mm. or slams into the mirror to break the mirror, mm. Mm. grabs a shard of the mirror, grandma grabs Becca, they're on the bed together, they're like, Be- uh, grandma is on top of Becca, I think she might puke on her, I'm not entirely sure, Ew. Uh, and Becca just stabs, 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 blood is getting on her, but she kills Nana. Okay. One, one um, and they thought they were traumatized down. before this. No, visit. yeah, she's gonna be totally fine. Um, and <laughs> then we see her. She gets some sort of heavy object from the room and just starts like slamming on that doorknob to break the doorknob off yeah. uh, the door. So she's trying to get out of the room. Meanwhile, Tyler is still in the uh, kitchen with Pop Pop, and now Pop Pop's like, "I never liked you." I didn't like hanging out with you. <laughs> uh, just and 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 then he goes, "Oh my god, I don't even want to tell you what happens, but I have to." No, he oh, walks up to diaper. Tyler and he goes, "You're a bit of a germaphobe, aren't you?" <gasps> and then puts his shitty diaper <laughs> on Tyler's face and That's smushes so his face up. into the diaper. Ew. That is. Fucked up. But then Becca manages, she breaks the lock off the door. She comes in, she shoves Pop Pop away, but he's pretty strong. He gets the upper hand, uh, but she manages to sort of like push him away. Uh, so he's like against the uh, a wall in the kitchen and Tyler has been frozen fucking dead still in all of this, especially because now he has poop on his face and he's a germ. Oh. Man, nobody would want it, even if you are fine with germs. Um, but he just goes ah! 
and he runs and he tackles Pop Pop. He like a true football tackle, like gets around mm. the hips and he's like at the hips, at the hips, and is like tackling him and knocks him down. Pop Pop falls with his head uh, right by the refrigerator, and so Tyler. Oh, we don't. It's like in the distance, is again blocked by the island, but we see what's happening as Tyler gets the fridge and slams the fridge door over his face over and over and over and over again, and is like, are there any other crazy fucking old people here for me to deal with? <sighs> And uh, then from outside, we hear sirens. We see lights. Becca's like, come on, Taylor. Come on, come on, come on. Go outside. Cops, cars start pulling up. Catherine Hahn runs out, grabs them. They hug. It's pouring down rain. Thank God, because they're both fucking disgusting. <laughs> and she's grabbing them and hugging them. And like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You're okay, you're okay. Takes them in the cop car. They leave. They're safe. Then we get one final interview of the mom. Uh, now that she knows that her parents are dead. And she says, um, you wanted to know what happened on the day that I left. I We had a, gotten a big fight. My parents cursed at me. They never did that. We were screaming at each other. I went to walk out the door. My mom got in my way, stood to block me from exiting. So I hit her. And then my dad hit me. And we all stood there in shock and didn't say anything. And I left. And not long after, they tried to reach out to me and, and apologize and try to reconnect. And I never let them. And so she's like, you wanted to get forgiveness for me. It was there. All I had to do was take it, and I never did. Oh, sad. And she says, don't ever hold on to anger, Becca. Don't ever hold on to anger. And they are crying, and they hug each other. And so then the, the, the doc that she's making ends with she plays footage of her dad with the two kids, like a very sweet moment that earlier we'd seen a glimpse of, and Becca had said, I'll never put anything. I will never show my dad's face in anything I ever make. Um, he mm. doesn't deserve to be seen. But so then she puts this footage in. Mm. Uh, and then it, then we get one final uh, scene of Tyler T. Diamond Swizzle. Yep. Rapping about the experience of almost being <laughs> murdered by fake grandparents and having a diaper shoved in his face. And that's the end of the movie. Wow. What? What a crazy movie. It's that was insane. insane. It's insane. I can't believe you watched that, Emily. I also can't believe it. I can't believe that we didn't realize they weren't their grandparents sooner. I, know. I guess I hadn't realized that Catherine Hahn hadn't like confirmed. I know. It's so right. crazy. Once that happens, it's like, go, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Wow. At least um, show them a picture, like sh- give them, them a, a security picture. question, something. Um, yeah, I realized it uh, when I think it's when Sydney came by and was like, they haven't been by in a week. And right. the doctor had said, oh, and she she had again reiterated, like, it's been a crazy week at the hospital. Like the gossip they're going to want to know. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a mental hospital. And these yeah, people and- were their patients like they yeah, two people escaped. Right, uh, right, right, right. Which is interesting because it's like I was so primed the whole time to be like, 
they, it's their grandparents, but they're in some sort of weird cult. Yeah, like I was, they're I was like thinking a demonic cult, at for night. Sure. But what it is, yeah. what it, which is also maybe like controversial and difficult is like what it is, is they're actually mentally ill. Right. Ill. Yeah. And like, so like the vomiting, the like people in the water, the white thing with eyes, like they, they really believe that like they're actually right. mentally ill. Right. The story about like the diapers and he burns them is like, that's true. They're just like two very ill people. Right. And it's like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I have to ask I have to ask you guys, all right, if you're those kids, at what point are you getting the fuck out of there? Because you can. Like as a kid, I mean, maybe if you don't have any money, this is more difficult, but like I would be like calling a cab and like getting out and getting like on a train back yeah. to my house. But I'm trying to think of when that would happen. Yeah. Like good at what point? Question. Because definitely before they they stay way longer than they I stay was. Way too long. long. I think probably after that um, knife on the door reviewing yeah. that footage. That is when they decide to leave, though. And I think it's too late. It's Sammy. true. It's a little late. <laughs> Maybe uh, I think that even after the like hide and seek thing where she's like crawling around being really scary under the house, that's like the first day. I think that would have freaked me out enough to be like, I don't want to be here. anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I just don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm just going to go home. Like, I don't want to stay. I, yeah, just I, go I, home. I, I don't know. I don't know when it would be, but it would be. I don't know. I don't know when. Maybe when maybe when Pop Pop randomly like beats somebody up, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, we got to go. They're not doing they we got to yeah. get them. Help yeah, exactly. And, I know? think as soon as you see that they are both not in their like full mental mentally fit, yeah, then yeah. you're like, okay, we're not like safe to trust them as caretakers. So, we should go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. know what? And, and if if not then Certainly, the day after Nana is running around outside the room and then crawls Make towards it. Yes. it. Yeah, that's not good. That's uh, that, not good. I would be like, yeah. What if we hadn't shut the door? Like, what? It, like, what? It. You know what I mean? Like, we can't. That's not good. Yeah. I'm gonna find clips. I have to show you guys footage of the. It's like because it is so funny. It seems funny. It's just really freaky. The MVP of the movie is the grandmother. I mean, that she's incredible. Also, sounds when, great. When Joel joined me for it, he, he started watching. He was like, "That woman is clearly like fifty years old. Like they just like make her look like she's a grandma. They have like gray hair and yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not fifty. I think she's probably six. Well, she has but she's to do not, so like, many like acrobatic. She's doing a lot of things. <laughs> also, I guess you know she wouldn't have to. That could be realistic to how old she should be because the. Catherine Hahn had a kid. Oh, yeah, she was only 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she would be maybe 60. But anyway, it's it's a fucking wild ride, you guys. Tony heads. What a choice. What a choice. Yeah, it was a good one. That was a fun one to hear about. That was a really fun one to hear about. Poopy diapers. My cat took a poop right 20 minutes ago. That smells very bad. (laughs) So I got I got a sensory experience for the third act of the movie. (laughs) But he made it in the he made it in the litter box. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say he pooped like Yeah, he didn't do it in the shed. Like right next to me. Into his adult he diaper. He didn't do it into his diaper. He did it in the right spot, and it just smells really bad. Oh. I don't, any any people who have cats out there, you know, you can smell their poops from any part of the house. They're very oh, stinky. Yeah, immediately. Oh, gross, 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 gross. Um, well, well, so there Emily, it is. 
Fuck yeah, that was awesome. Thank you for doing yeah, that. Yeah, I feel I really like this was myself. like a You're so oh, welcome. Like a, the next level of horror movie watching for you. I feel like we found out some new information about your threshold. I mm-hmm. grew through the process, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that you can't put a price on you that. You can't put a price on it. <laughs> can't put so a price thank on it. Absolutely not. for that. Yeah, this gift. Uh, thank you for this gift. We love you and what voice should we do? Um, goodness Just me. Like, ah, yeah, like, <laughs> I, oh, oh, um, I made, I'm making chicken pot pie. <laughs> Just like a little bit too Just happy and normal. Happy. Everything yeah. is good. Happy. We love doing this podcast. Yes, everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> really? From out so. of here. I just carried it into watch. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailers, reactions and more and no matter what we will see you right here next week for another episode we love you so much bye that was a headgum podcast <laughs>